This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You know, we just uh, last week, uh, somebody in their backyard was having a little concert. I think it was like a punk rock concert or whatever. A couple of young guys just walked down the alley, opened fire on them. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you even think of doing something like that? Because they think they can get away. And so far, they haven't found the guys that did it, right? Or did they find them? Now? No. Not that I know of. I don't think they have. G- young men now think they can do whatever the hell they want in America, including kill people. I mean, that's our world has gone completely and off the deep end. Like, for what? I know. For Why? what? You just keep going back for what? So, like, the murder of somebody you don't know, or in this case, people were stealing, what, luxury clothes? Like, yeah. they're going to South America. There is a huge <laughs> organized <laughs> of crime. Of they are. They are. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And and sometimes they're flying people to Los Angeles, organizing like the group to do the smash and grab, and then all the goods go to South America. So like for purses, clothes, and like jewelry. I mean, for yep. items that you go, okay, mm-hmm. or uh, for what? That's just so wild to me. It's you know, crazy. I, but it's, it is organized crime. That's the, the yes. amazing thing. I never thought I'd agree with Brittany on this, but I do agree with her now finally today. The entire Western Hemisphere is a shithole. That's not what I said. I finally agree with you. Jesus Christ. First, I want to take money away from retired people. Now this. (laughs) Now this. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly it. No, but look, we all grew up probably around criminals. I did. Certainly, there's no question about it. And if you keep telling them they can do whatever they want, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Because I will tell you one thing. Criminals, the one thing I noticed, and yes, I'm talking to you out there, criminals, are the dumbest people on earth. They cannot think for themselves. They're morons who just think, oh, I can do this. Okay, then I'll go do it. You cannot uh, cheer people on who are imbeciles because they do things like open fire on somebody having fun in their own backyard. Being around dumb people is fun sometimes. Well, that's what yep. I heard. But, you, you know, know, and it's so it's funny. Only seven to ten every day. It's so funny the avail uh, the the room they have in their brain to shift and be the good guys. The steal from the rich, and it's like you think that guy at Nordstrom selling shoes is the rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that's gonna get laid off. Like yeah. that guy's one bounce paycheck away right. from him actually joining the gang. Right? Yes. <laughs> like, oh, the narrative behind that. Or like there's people who are listening to different music than me. Let's kill them. Like what? That's exactly the reason they did it, because they didn't like the music. Like, oh, oh. Okay, I don't understand. It's it's one thing. It's like you're a, a monster. You're killing absolute innocent people. Mm-hmm. You're stealing from abs. There's no there's no rationale in my brain. And you're going to switch the narrative of you're the good guy in all of this. Okay, you're getting no argument from me, sister. Mm. But yeah, I mean that's one thing we're going to have to address one of these days. There are many many millions of morons on this planet. And you cannot let them do whatever they want because it's only going to get much worse. It's true. Just ask San true. Francisco. Oh, it's, I used to love going to San Francisco so much. Catherine and I used to go there all the time, like 30 years ago, 35 years ago. Ah, yeah, the Ghirardelli Square, just wandering around that much chocolate works for me. That's all I have to say. Yeah, the but, downtown is, is oh, devastated. Yeah. It is. It's terrible. Union Square is a mess. Although a mess. in 1986, Six, just after Andy was born. Might have been 1987 because it was might have been in the spring. It was during the winter, maybe. I don't know. But we took Andy to San Francisco. He's a few months old, whatever it is. And we're pushing him down the street in San Francisco by the Fairmont Hotel there. I love that. By the way, the San Francisco Fairmont is one of the great hotels in the world. Wonderful hotel. So we're pushing Andy down the street. And this convertible comes by, and there's an older man driving, and a younger man is laying his head on the guy's shoulder driving, and he's got his arm around the guy driving. And he looks over and sees Catherine and me pushing a baby stroller and screams out, effing breeders. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's hilarious. How do you think you got here, asshole? I kind of love that. (laughs) Like, I could see myself being friends with that guy. Like, he's just so ridiculous. What a moron. That's funny. That's what I yell out at people. <laughs> breeders. Chris has breeders. been calling me that since yeah. I had Go-Go. She goes, <laughs> effing breeder. See, I think that stuff's <laughs> hilarious. And we're like, really? 
1987, and you're hollering out effing breeders. Okay. <laughs> kind of hilarious. Whatever. Uh, what's the name of that great restaurant there? Fallon, Fallon Isle? Or something like that. God, is that a good restaurant? It's a restaurant right there up on the hill. Just magnet. I miss San Francisco. When are they going to give us San Francisco back? Damn it. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I don't know, in the near future. God, what a great place. They're, they're starting to try and figure it out. So, Tom, do you ever eat at home? Like, I know, I right? Like Not when we're on the road, baby. <laughs> I feel like. I know. He's we, like emotionally attached yeah. to so. We made one city, and the guy's like, well, this place, this place, this place. Uh-huh. Oh, we used to go to all the great restaurants, no doubt about you that. You need to become a food influencer, Tom. Hopefully. Yes. And you can like, travel around the country, and I you'll have to do morning, some social right. media, though, and be like, this is the best meal. <laughs> I I already was an influencer this morning when I brought up coconut-covered cupcakes. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm trying to influence people as much as I can. Yes, influence them to send you food to the studio. Oh, we're not doing that. No. Tom was poisoned, but we don't know who did it. Yeah, great. (laughs) Wonderful. Now, I I, I really, honest to God, I, I hope maybe some century we can get some civility back and we can enjoy the entire United States. Like we said, well... Kristen and I agreed that the one place we don't like in America is, is Houston. And Catherine brought up the fact that 35 years ago, when she used to go there and visit her aunt, it was a beautiful town. It just got way too big, and they didn't handle the, the size of it properly, I guess. Yeah, the infrastructure is not yeah, great there. It's not great there at all. But we li- I love all those things about America. And yes, I do love the restaurants in all of our cities in America. It's a lot better than me cooking it. I can guarantee you that. One thing you don't want to do... Unless I just have to heat it up. Even though heating up, I'd suck at. Never mind. You don't want me cooking. You'd somehow mess that up. I probably I probably would, yes. So don't you set it on 500 and then <laughs> just put it in there and it's done in 30 seconds. Defrost? I don't got time for that. I'm not defrosting it. Forget it. <laughs> not happening. So what else, Kristen? Everything else good? Yeah, everything's good. I just want to mention um, one particular documentary feature that's out because Joseph asked me to talk about it. He was like, I want to know more. Um, It is on Paramount Plus. It's already out. It came out yesterday. It's called Reinventing Elvis. It's the 68 comeback. So it's all about Elvis's comeback special on NBC, which came out obviously in 1968. And if you remember... He's got the black leather suit. That I was remember. Really one of his most famous outfits. But yep. um, they, they talk with the TV producer who's still alive. He's like 90 years old. Oh, God. Um, you hear conversations from people who were in the audience. There's Elvis experts. It's really well done. So if anyone's looking for a really fun deep dive on a very specific time period in Elvis's life, it is on Paramount Plus right now. God, he was, what, 42 when he died? Think so. I think so. You know, 42. and yesterday was the anniversary of his death. Oh, was it really? Hmm. Yeah, August 15th. And um, this is the that. 55th anniversary this year of that particular special. So that's why the documentary is out. Well, there you go. He's born in 1935. So, yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But Elvis Presley, what a tremendous talent, but just had a tortured life. No doubt about it. Sure. Yeah. Really tremendously sad. And, you know, it's sad, too, because Lisa Marie died prematurely, mm-hmm. and it's um, yep. and her son died as well. He yep. died uh, by suicide. So they've had a lot of tragedy in their family, even in the last couple of years. Unfortunately, it does happen. All right, go back to work, because you, when you're here, I, you're not working. <laughs> I, I stopped working at about 2 o'clock. I usually manage to fin- wrap up for the day around that. <laughs> okay, so. well, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. We'll <laughs> talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Mo, definitely. As a matter of fact, I do have to bring something up, and it's not connected to anything we just said, but it just reminded me. Um, Jim Gustafson. You know Jim Gustafson, former Viking? Uh, one of the great guys of all time. Just a really tremendously nice man. He just lost his, his child. Oh. And I wanted to bring that up. Jim, we adore you, man. We love you, and I'm so sorry to hear oh, that. Oh, that's terrible. Could not ask for a nicer guy than Jim Gustafson. So we are very, very saddened by that, Jim, and all the best to you, pal. This is Tommy B. For our buddies at Niemeyer Trailer Sales, they've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors but pull trailer vehicles, RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business and the brother and sister team, Tim and Lisa, handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. 
Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personal employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They simply do what they say they will do every time because their name is on the building. That's why. And with a huge selection and RV service pros, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker, and I mean customers, that come in their Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. Flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this, it's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. This is the Tom Bernard Morning show podcast so far it's worked great that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying ladies and gentlemen news brought to you by mr money talk josh arnold call josh for your free 48 minute financial evaluation what's happening pally nothing how are you guys well we already threw you under the bus once this morning but i you can't did? remember what it was, Crap, what was it again? have you ever had um from wallet's the princess cake I'm familiar with it. It's got like green fondant <laughs> on it and pink, and it's an my, almond cake. Um, my, par- my partner over here, Megan uh, Newquist, she's a big Woolettes fan, and she'll um, <laughs> she talks about it from time to time. Yeah, she'll Why? know what the princess cake is. We wa- uh, Tom wants to rebrand it as the Chris Eggert cake. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, my masculinity, Tom. <laughs> Threw you right under the bus, pal. That's all I'm saying. There are le- there are lesser manly people around. I can assure you. Lesser that. manly. Yes. Is that the key to being manly? Is like outrunning a bear. You just have to be a little more manly. Than- yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just need somebody a little less than you. Yeah, Chris is yeah. going to take his tiara and go home. Okay. Yeah, right. that's, that's right. right. He'll that's- break it with his bare hands. Mm-hmm. Very very upset. All right. In any case, so what's the latest with you? Uh, I don't know. Um, it's 
I don't want to say it was a, a quiet news night, but it was a relatively quiet uh, overnight. Not a lot of the kind of shooting stuff and everything that's gone down over the last good. couple of days. So that's good. Uh, I think our lead story this morning at 630 was the the rebate checks that I know you're such a big fan of, Tom. God, what a joke. We're going <laughs> to buy really your vote. It, it, it's really pretty hard to not think of that other than anything but that. I mean, these, these politicians, particularly in this state, are disgusting. Jesus. Everything is about, oh, well, we'll give you $1.50. Oh, good. Good for you. I mean, listen, I know everybody would like a little extra money in the pocket, but I, I, I think a lot of times people lose sight of what, that that's where that money comes from. It's not just some mystery account in the sky. It's our tax dollars in the first place, right? So, no, that's exactly it. They're, they're not giving you the money. The taxpayers are giving you the money. Right. They took the money. Now they're reallocating yes. it to, yeah. And just anyway. buy, your, buy favor. That's the only reason they're doing it. They don't give a rat's ass about you. They want you to vote for them. That's all they care about. Uh, I mean, they're called Walls Checks. They're not even... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's not even a... Like, yeah. I mean, that, that was the nickname for it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not being political or anything here, but that's, I mean, that's what they're being referred to. God. Whatever. Good for you. Why don't you have a little bigger ego play uh, based on nothing? These guys always have massive egos. What the hell have you ever done to have an ego that large? If somebody came to me and said, we're going to call them Bernard checks, I'm going to go, no, you're not. We are not calling them Bernard checks, all right? Wait, wait. First of all, I'm, I, want one, I want one of those. The Bernard checks? Yes. The whole 10, 11 cents. I'll write each one out for 11 cents. Did you perfect. know that Rudy, um, Rudy actually volunteered you to pay for my son's college at St. Thomas? <laughs> I don't blame him. Why wouldn't I? I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I want right. to see you guys uh, succeed. Yeah. I, uh, when I went to Chris's son's grad party, I, when I wrote the card out, I wrote, uh, I, I put, you know, $40 in there. And I had said something like, uh, hey, have a great time at college. Uh, you know, what, I can't remember exactly how I wrote it, but it said something like, uh, as, a, as, a, as a graduation gift, I'm going to pay for all of your college. I hope this covers it. Signed, Tom Bernard. There you <laughs> go. No, I, I wasn't invited to any grad party. Were you, Brady? Yeah, I wasn't invited. No. Absolutely. No, uh, I wasn't. No, of course. He, he brought it up, and I was like. We talked about it. Right? I don't remember. Me and Tom decided that. we don't remember nope. any of that. Brittany, you gave he me the did. $40. I don't remember any of this. I, I just either. remember being slighted, and mm -hmm. I have carried You never that invited me to that. Yeah, no you, way. We would have showed up did. with yeah. bells. No, you mm -hmm. didn't. Nope. You must have been dreaming. Both it was a verbal, we talked about it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you before. didn't send out invitations. You didn't send out invitations. We just didn't make no. the first round. I'm just, just clarify. So we got like a pity invite oh, on this I show. Like that. Yeah. No. There you go. No. You know how weird it was no. to sit at that table with all those place cards that said Brittany and Tom and you two didn't show up. It was very <laughs> awkward for me. Never invited. Typical. Typical. That's all I'm saying. Never invited. Uh, listen, I had a very, I did not invite a lot of people I work with because I didn't want people to feel obligated to come. And that's a weird, you're in a weird space there. Like you, you want like the coworkers who maybe have kind of a relationship with yeah. the kid. Yeah. Like where, where do you draw the line on that? It's, I think you just uh, invite everybody and like trust that they will either come or not. Like you think you just do that. Well, you think these invitations just grow on trees, Brittany? Oh, my yeah. God. What about it? These invitations grow on... It's almost like you could have printed out 20 instead of 10. There? No? You know, we've already <laughs> fought over... This already, we already had this fight like a three, three months yeah, ago. Yeah, but here's uh -huh. the thing, Chris. If... Me and Tom have a united front. I don't care what it is. I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. And so right Fair. now, you are the enemy. Me and True. Tom, you should enemy. have invited us. How dare you? Enemy. I, I humbly apologize. Don't, <laughs> don't apologize because that Chipotle was delicious. And that cake was amazing. All right? Chipotle, baby. I had a great time. I ate enough for all three of us. So okay. thank you, Chris. It was an exquisite outing. So thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Rudy. Yeah. The yard has never looked as a 
looked it good as it looked that night. And uh, it's been all downhill for the rest of the summer. So. You guys would love Eggert's place because the downstairs, like the garage was turned into like this cool kind of like media room where you hang oh, out cool. and watch TV. But then, oh, oh, the, the crest of your establishment, the burn barrel in the backyard is my favorite. What just, a twist. Just hobo styling it up with yeah. just a barrel and uh, you throw a little bit, of, a couple of pieces of wood in there. You hang out, you warm up your f- fingers, you have a you know, hit off a flask. It's amazing. I yeah. love it. That's how our yeah. house ends up rolling because my husband has like still you can't you can take the guy out of Bemidji. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we'll have these weird things. He's got these makeshift. I mean, he's excited to show you his golf net he put in the basement. (laughs) And it's just like, all right, this is our life now. Mm -hmm. Tommy, do you guys do, uh, do you guys have a fire pit type situation at your place? Yes, but it's it's contained. It's not in the ground. You do like a like one that you pull out to the front driveway, or do you have one behind the house? That's behind the house, yeah. Okay. But we, the neighborhood gets together all the time. Matter of fact, we just had a, uh, a couple we knew last night come by the neighborhood because now apparently all the houses in the neighborhood, somebody wants to buy the houses because they heard, I have one, two, three, four, five, seven, about 10 neighbors. And every weekend, well, even last night, some of us got together. When it's nice out, we all sit, bring out a chair and we sit in somebody's driveway and just schmooze all night. I have the nicest neighbors you could ever imagine. That's cool. They're phenomenal people. I'm still trying to get one more deal going with the ice cream truck from Tire Carver and then, uh, you know, Jimmy Francis' food truck and have all you guys over and my neighbors. Uh, Herbeck, you know, said he he would come. I got to get that thing lined up before we get too much further down the road here. Well, That would be fun. People would love it. If we need a last-ditch effort, ice cream truck comes every Thursday to my cul-de-sac. Well, we're not coming to your house. Forget okay, it. not a problem. It's too far away. It's too far. You you either tell me I live a, f- a mile from you That's exactly or right. it's too far it's the minute I invite you to my house. 1.1. 1. I, I don't go south of 62. You know what? <laughs> See? All right. Still come I'll to my be house. at Valley Fair FaceTiming you looking at the whole world you're missing. What's Valley Fair? What's that? What's that? Anybody been thrown off the roller coaster recently? No, I feel like Valley Fair is the last place. Now that they won't let teens run around there by themselves, it's a real civilized place. That's very smart. It is smart. We had, when our our oldest was younger and in that age where it was like, drop us off at Valley Fair. And there seemed like there was crap going down like every night of the week there for a while. Yeah, Yeah, they've cleaned it up. Uh, Luckily, they made that that new rule this year and not last year because between last year and this year, boy, I have used Valley Fair as my babysitter. Yeah, good. $67 for the entire season. It's the best... Best money I've ever spent. That's clearly what was going on. Absolutely. Of course, the year Gogo was born, I tried to drop her off there by herself, and they were like, no, ma'am. A bunch of prudes. I know. Lame. Lame. One of my favorite memories of going to Valley Fair. Did you ever know Donnie Hoberg? Mm -mm. Donnie died. God, he died very, very young. Probably died 35 years ago. I think it was only about 35 years old, actually, when he died. But he and I went up when Valley Fair opened. I don't think that Minnesotans knew what certain things were and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he was a media guy, so he got tickets so he and I could go to Valley Fair. And it literally just opened, and he walks up to the window, and I'm right next to him, and he says to the young guy behind the counter, "Uh, my name is Don Hoberg, and I've got some comps. The guy goes, what? He goes, comps, comps, complimentary. (laughs) I will never forget that. The kid had no idea what a comp was. Never even really? heard of it. But I suppose if you're young enough, you'd never heard of a comp. Yeah, you're gonna comp yeah. Those? yeah. Probably not. It's yeah. not like that, that world yeah. as much, yeah. But this kid had no idea what the hell he was. He's like, what? Yeah. I, I, t- I explained to my daughter the other day, she was asking like, like about photographic memories. And she mm-hmm. said, how come when I take a test, I can remember things where they're written on the page when I'm yeah. going through it? And I said, because your head isn't all gunked up with a bunch of garbage yep. yet. Yeah. That's why. It's still like a fresh mm-hmm. slate. I was like, just wait until like you wake up and you're like, oh my God, uh, did I really have 37 whiskey shots last night and then punch a bouncer? Like that's going to, that will haunt you yeah. for years. Yeah. And that will take place of Anyone's where are the kids? Number. What time do I need to pick them up? That's the stuff that starts to cloud it. Yeah. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Well, family events, 
things like that. Having Family a working events. memory. Yeah, all Having that a working stuff. memory. Yeah, because basically when all the new stuff comes in, it pushes out all the stuff that you actually need. Every, no, that is true. Every yeah. day I wake up and I have to look at my planner to figure out like what's going on with my life in that day. It yeah. feels like I rely so much on that. Yep. You have noticed as time goes by, like if I haven't seen somebody in a few years, I have a real hard time remembering their name. Oh, you, oh so yeah. you're a human being? Oh, yeah. is that happen to everybody? Uh, yeah. That never used to happen to me until just uh, a couple of years ago. I know. You're having that problem where you go, oh, I can't remember something one time, like yeah. a week. And you get all mad at yourself. And I'm like, okay, you robot. Like, you're fine. Robot. Like, it happens to everybody. And I remembered everything, though, back in the past. You're like bad memory that your experience is mm -hmm. better than my best memory. Really? The things you, you recall is insane. Yes. <sighs> I'm deeply hurt. That's mm -hmm. all I know. You're going to be fine, sir. You cannot remember one item once a week. It's fine. But it's a person's name. That bothers me that I don't remember somebody's name. Yeah, this has been happening a lot to me lately, too. I feel like there's just no room left on the hard drive. <laughs> I wish it was like, I wish it was exactly. like a phone where you could... Go in and delete the yeah. crap out of your brain that you don't need and just, just delete that. Like, I, I don't need this, this, this. And then that way you could keep the stuff in there that you that you still do need. But yeah. it doesn't work that way. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I still need, uh, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. That needs to stay there. So I'm sorry, Chris, if Actually, I screw it's on up. The and I it's on the bottle. It's on the bottle, so you don't have to. It doesn't need to be in your brain. I'm just saying, sorry. If your name is Adam and I call you Chris, just listen. There's other information I'm trying to hang on to. <laughs> Fair. Mm -hmm. I, again, the princess of what? Uh, he's a princess cake. Or, princess I mean, Chris cake. There you go. Chris Eggert yeah. cake. That's oh, right. we should get that cake. But, um... <laughs> I do think I have, like, I have a whole, especially when I was going to, back to school for nursing school, and there's a bunch of 20-year-olds who all seemed the same to me. Like, they all had the same, you know, outfit, same whatever. I would write down descriptions. Sits next to me in this. Here's yeah. her name. Yeah, and I would good. look yeah. at it good because move. I just wanted to, like, I wanted to form relationships, but I was terrible at memory at the time. I was just, yeah. and so that helped a lot. I just used that over and over. But I think it's kind of rude to be like, hey, Brandon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, has bad teeth. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Wait, smile for me. Uh, yeah. Like a horse, you're looking at their gums. Brandon, it's hey, Brandon. you. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. My girlfriend dropped the ball on that on Sunday when we met up with some people, and, and it was a friend of a friend. And I, I was like, I know this guy, but I cannot remember his name. So I was like, hey, by the way, this is my girlfriend. And then she sat there was like, hi, nice to meet you. And I'm like... Say your name. Just ask him his name. Ask That's him what his you name. do. That's the move. That's what are you doing? Ugh. It's what happens when you socialize. That's why I never do. Yeah. yeah. Well. I'll wait here. That's you know my I mean? standard answer for everything. My my wife will be like, oh, it'd be fun to go have dinner with and I'll be like, I got listen, there's there's no more room on the friend list. I, I got yeah. The, yeah. the six whose names I know. Like, let's just keep it there. Yeah. I, when people go, have you heard such and such band yet? No. Whatever music I liked when I was 17 is what I will die yeah. with, okay? I'm done. No That's more new we're bands. At. We're done. There you go. Mm. See right there. So now, I'm, I, unfortunately, I'm going to be at Marky Rosen's getting married in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I'm not going to be in town for it because I would have liked to have gone to his, his wedding. I've known Mark for, geez, what now, 38 years, something like that. But I would like to have gone to his wedding. Mark's been one of my favorite people. For, Marky Rosen for governor. You know, all the way back to those days. But mm -hmm. other people, I get invitations to their wedding. And on the invitation, it says, Tom, we'd love to see you at our wedding. I know you're not coming, but we'd love to see you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of those. I know. I got an invitation the other day, and I thought, ah, oh, now what lie do I have to come up yeah. with to not go to yeah. this stupid thing? But not Rosie. Rosie, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be in North Carolina, so I can't come. But I would, because he's a hell of a good. You know Rosie, don't you? Pretty well. I've only met him once, actually. Really? It was during the Super Bowl, and uh, uh, <laughs> I was having a good time that night. I'm not sure if Mark was. <laughs> could have been. Uh oh. Was that Hannah that just ran behind you? Hannah. Don't try to sneak by, sister. I see you do that every time. Yeah, very exactly. Hannah, how's Brady doing? Oh my goodness, he is so good. I never know what side to stand. Doesn't um, matter. He is so he is so good. Oh, good. Just turned three months the other day. Three, so months, three months already. Oh, oh my gosh. 
Old man, look at my life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> next, I know. next week, you can drop them off at Valley Fair if you want. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> I know. You can get some I comps. Can start taking him out to these places, but, <laughs> <laughs> but how young is too young for a roller coaster? But oh, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. It's Only fine. Much it's fine. He's so good. That's yeah. awesome. Is he? Is he doing any hints of smiling? Are we getting any like? Social smiling, no. Like I think he's on the verge of like giggles and laughing. Oh, the greatest! I remember having I like a full-on mental breakdown when she finally laughed. I was like, "You're real!" Like <laughs> all my work. I I like I'm like the day he starts talking and like having conversations with me. I'm like, it will be so crazy. I know. We uh, yeah. Once once he hits that point, we're gonna have to get him and go go together and go do something fun. Yes, Valley Fair. Valley Fair. Yeah, girl. You know what oh, I want to hear. I want to I be there. I have not been there in years. I want oh, to be there when your son just wakes up. Do they still have, what is it, Wild Thing? Yeah. God, I okay. Really or Steel Venom? Uh, yes, they do. Okay. Yeah. I I'm know glad you know it. the names. <laughs> yeah. I've That's just dropped my Hannah. kids off there. I haven't actually gone inside. <laughs> oh Never? It's super fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is a fun time. It's been years. There's no question about it. Well, say hello. Three months old already. I can't believe three months old already. Man, I know. That's amazing. It's so, it goes so fast. So fast. So All right. Fast. Well, go direct traffic. Thanks, guys. Bye, Anna. You look like a million bucks. You're killing it in the game. Killing it. That's all I'm saying. She is very pleasant. Yes, she is. Is everybody over there pleasant? No. No. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that to be a fact. But, uh, but most most people are. I do. But I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I got to be honest with you. I was over in the building about a month ago, and people could not have been nicer to me. They were very yeah. pleasant. Well, you're you too. Yeah, oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. That's why I get treated well because I'm me. Yeah. <laughs> Great, nice try. No, for real. Come on, people I know. are like, oh my god, oh my god, did you just see Tom? <laughs> He's not hiding out in the house. He's coming out of the house once in a while. What do you know? <laughs> He's so- in the sun. He's what? in the sun. What happened? It's like I'm. Whenever I go into the building after you've been in there, they'll go, "Did you know Tom was here?" And I'm like, "I didn't." But like they want to tell me every oh, interaction they've had. He said this and this and this to me. Did you? He whatever. And then he said, "I, I swear, Grant from my talk." Could have oh, imploded what a nice guy. how excited yeah. he was to tell me about things you guy. said to him. And I'm like, you know, like, I, I, like, he talks to me every day. Like, I, I, I get a Tom Bernard quota every day, Grant. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can handle more. <laughs> yeah. If you got bit in the junk by a rattlesnake, Grant would be like, I'll suck it out. It's fine. Let me get in there. Let me don't say worry about it. Yes. Oh, he is a, such a, a yeah. sweetheart so, yeah. of a guy. Yeah. Matter of fact, I told him to pop in one day and be on the show. All right. I'll get it. I'll, I'll make it happen. He should. He should come in and do the show. Isn't he working now, though? Yeah. Well, he's a producer on Lori and Julia. So. Yeah. But he so says, that's, what time does that start? Not till three. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's good to go oh, then. I probably never met this dude then because I don't know who that is. Yeah, Great guy. Lovely. Really um, nice guy. But yeah. Yep. So. No question. You got a lot of nice people over there at Hubbard, though. Yes, we do. And today's the company picnic. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Rudy? I did not know that. I, oh, do you know I fell for which today? Which means free radio, uh, which means free lunch for radio people. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know if I can show my face in that building because today I fell for a phishing scam and got a whole email about how I fell for it. <laughs> Good God. Come on, Brittany. Do better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, you know, when, when I clicked do on it, too, better. and it's like, you fell for the Hubbard phishing scam. I X'd out of that tab so quickly out of pure embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was going to solve it. Like, I feel like there's going to be a follow-up email about how I've ruined well, the company. Well, there's definitely going oh, yeah. to. You're going to have to go to oh, fishing school. Yeah. Oh, now I already you, did. Now what you need to do is double down and click on all of them and just <laughs> exactly be like, listen, I'm just doing it to prove to you guys I don't need to do it because I know which ones they are. <laughs> it was an unsubscribe button. I thought I was doing the right thing. Sad. You unsubscribe from this job is what you just I did. I just did. Oh, there you go. You're out the you're out the door. Is yeah, the Lori and Julia tell me how they click on it all the time, and I always make fun of them. And now I'm part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just amazes me that people have nothing better to do than try to scam you out of money on the internet. Yeah. Well, Not you. I'm talking about everybody. I know. I mean, how do you live with yourself, you lazy pig? I would have thought of that. Pig. <laughs> yeah, to steal from people. I wish I'd have thought to steal from people. It would have been a much kidding. better life than I have. It was a joke. No, you liar. I can see the look on your face. You thief. 
I mean, I'm a thief of joy, is what I am. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, there's that. Hearts. Thanks, Brittany. Yeah. You're supposed to disagree. No, no, we love you. Oh, t- Chris Eggert, Princess Cake Extraordinaire. Yeah, what the hell's that all about? That's a Tom thing. You're gonna have to talk to Tom Bernard about that. Princess Cake. No, I was just pissed off this morning because I found out my favorite Italian place in New York is closing on August 25th, which is my mother's birthday, by the way. So I'll oh. never forget they closed. Maialino, it's called. Yeah. Danny Myers, phenomenal. They're closing down because, you know, it's the place become, New York City's become a puke hole, unfortunately. I loved living in New York City. I thought it was magnificent. You, you had anything you wanted 24 hours a day. No question. Yeah. The only part I didn't like it, and I know you got to go, so I'll, I'll send you off with this one. I lived across the school from a public, uh, pro, excuse me, across the street from a public school, 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. There's a PS right there across the street. And I would go over about three days a week and play stickball with the kids that went to that school. Oh, cool. Everyone was a nice little Puerto Rican kid, and they whipped my ass at stickball every single day. Nice. They were phenomenal stickball players. And they, they thought it was fun because they were like, you know, 12, 13 years old, something like that. Yeah. I mean, kicked your ass. It was unbelievable. Like thank you, uh, thank you so fun. much. What a good memory! It was wonderful. My my time in New York City was the best of all time. I just had a wonderful time there. I gotta be honest with you, I'm pretty happy with how life's gone so far. You know what I mean? Life's been good to me so far. Exactly, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Correct? Uh, I will be here. We look forward to it like we I do think. every day. I don't want. I don't want to say definitively that I'll be here. I don't know where maybe. else are you gonna be. Still having cake for the know. employee no, I, day just, or whatever. I'm just saying, I we don't know. I don't it's know what fate, I don't know what fate has in store for me for the rest of the day. And that's right. the optimism that we just love from Chris Eggert. <laughs> I could get hit by a bus. That's great. That's wonderful news. All right, Pally. We'll talk to you All tomorrow. Right, guys, have a good day. I think we'll talk to you tomorrow. I can put it. Let me put it that way. Hopefully. Exactly. Exactly. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. we got to take a break here. got a special guest coming up next right after this. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen, just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy has been clinically proven to break up plaque, improve blood flow to the penis, which is always a good idea anyway. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite-flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite-flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to MNFatLoss.com. 
MNFatLoss.com. Tom here for MNFatLoss.com. As you may know, I started the program earlier this year for 60 days, then spent several weeks in the maintenance phase, and now I'm back on the program. I've lost 30 pounds, and I feel great. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, DC. Results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 8.52 now. It is eight minutes until nine o'clock. Former NFL player Green Bray, an actor promoting his new reality show, Survive the Raft, on Discovery. Nate Boyer with us. How you doing, Nate? Good. How are you guys? Magnificent now that you're here. <laughs> That's great. I've got to get a flag the size of your flag that says Survive the Raft because that thing is big enough to cover a house, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, you talk about the uh, the sale on there. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm looking at the. You got a whole bunch of people smiling. There are ten, eleven people. There are eleven people in the picture. They're all smiling, so they're all happy to be uh, part of Survive the Raft. That's good. Yeah, no, it's been it's been it's been awesome. I mean, we're three episodes in now, and um, just watching this team kind of come together in this group of you know people from all different walks of life. Uh, that normally probably wouldn't have have a conversation, and now they're uh, forced to live together on this uh, sixty by forty foot raft floating around the Pearl Islands in Panama. And, Ooh. You know, they couldn't be more more different when it comes to politics, religion, and uh, you know everything, beliefs, race, uh, backgrounds, and you know, in a time where where often those groups of people wouldn't even listen to one another. They were forced to live with one another and, you know, and sleep together and work together and eat together. And, uh, the only people to talk to are those other uh, eight people with you. I think that's a wonderful thing. You know, I, I really, every day when I wake up, I have a hope that people will return to being halfway decent instead of being such a pain in the ass that we are now. Yeah, I mean, there's moments of that for sure. Yep. I think we see out in life, and that's what gives us hope, and that's why you know we still love this country and you know wish the best for it. Uh, but it's not always like that as well. I think this is a what's what's so great about Survive the Raft is it's just a microcosm of that, um, sprinkled in with some some challenges, uh, you know, and, and and competition, and there's money at stake, and all of these things, but. At the end of the day, what's most important about this experiment is that uh, you know, we get to see under a, a magnifying glass here as, a, as an audience, you know, what would happen. Where, you know, if, you were, if you were stuck <laughs> somewhere for a long period of time you know, with other people that you normally wouldn't even talk to, like what would come out of that? You know, what would you learn? What would you be willing to, to give up? You know, what would you uh, sort of put aside and, and would you swallow your pride and, you know, become the ultimate teammate or, you know, would you kind of just stick to your guns and, you know, be more focused on just being right, uh, which seems like it plagues a lot of our society today. So, I mean, the, the coolest part about uh, this show to me is that it's based on a real like, social, a real social experiment that happened 50 years ago. Uh, 1973, we're coming out of the Vietnam War, Watergate, Roe versus Wade, you know, a very divisive time, much like today. And this anthropologist decided to put these 10 people on a raft and float from the Canary Islands in Spain to Mexico. 
And he just wanted to see, can, can these people who I have handpicked to disagree from very different walks of life, they put aside all these differences uh, and get along, work together towards the common good. And, you know, that sh- that there was not, there was, <laughs> that trip was not without uh, great struggle. And, you know, there was near mutiny and all kinds of chaos ensued. But at the end of the day, they survived it. They made that trip across the Atlantic. So now, 50 years later, we're on the Pacific side over in Panama. Uh, we've recreated that same raft, uh, and we've put uh, nine Americans who, once again, are handpicked to disagree on this boat together. And then we place all these challenges in front of them and see, like, hey, here's what you got to do to earn this money for the team. You know, who's going to do what? How are you going to do it? Uh, there's so much autonomy given to them, so they get to kind of make their own rules in their society. And, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy, for sure. And, and, and tempers flare, and the differences really... Uh, emerge within one another, but then also you see the similarities that people have that we all kind of share, and that comes through too. So it's pretty special. Nate, so every day they're on this boat, they have their, I'm sure, everyday tasks, and then does that separate from the missions they have then, or is it just surviving yeah. every day? Okay. And No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's those things, that, so that's a great point. Thanks for bringing that up. Like, they've got to eat. You know, they've got to prepare food. They've got to forage. They've got to find food. So there's that element of it, too. Um, fortunately for the, the team right now, um, you know, and they're, they're about a week into a three-week voyage uh, of, of what we're seeing, they've got a couple of spearfisher, uh, spearfisher people on the boat. So they've got, you know, uh, a, a CJ and Summer who both, you know, can free dive 100 feet and go spear some fish and bring them some food. But then they've got a vegan on the boat who's not super excited about that. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> You know, so there's those kind of things that kind of come out. And then, as you said, you know, I'll come aboard every episode and check in on the team, kind of uh, foster a bit of a conversation that we get to watch, but also uh, see, you know, present a challenge. Wait, hey, okay, so here's some, here's not, here's something we, we can do as a team. And if you complete this thing, then, you know, there's X amount of money that you're earning for the team. But the tides are changing out there constantly. Like the, it's crazy. There was stuff that I didn't even realize, um, you know, within the islands out there, how, how small they become and how large they become wow. in a day, you know? So they've got that, that, that stuff going on. That So the clock is really, when they do these challenges, the clock is really nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's just, it, you got to watch it. It's really hard. To, I'm not explaining it. Great no, right you're now, doing great. This sounds so, it's, it's really I, I love reality TV and this is, I, you know, when you, I see like a survival type, I go, Meh. but I love this because you never know what skill set you're going to need for the challenges, right? Like you might be a great Absolutely. survivalist, but if a challenge comes up, that's something uh, else. I love this. It sounds really fun. And I'm, and I'm learning a ton too, because this is not, you know, my, my background's not in, in hosting traditionally. I, I mean, I, I love doing this. I love being a part of this. Uh, but, you know, I was in the Army for 10 years, and then I went and played football. And so I was in these different locker rooms with people who had very different personalities. And, you know, often they would never get along aside from the sport that we're playing or the fact that we're on a mission overseas and we're kind of forced to. So I get that dynamic. Um, and, and so watching this kind of come about now with, with people who, you know, they signed up to be a part of this experiment, to be on this show, uh, not really knowing what they're getting into. Uh, but they were picked because of their, you know, very different backgrounds and very different beliefs. And to watch them kind of have to learn how to get along and, and not just get along, but like, and not just survive even, but like how to thrive, you know, and how to go do great things with someone that you normally would just, you wouldn't even have a conversation with this person. Like, that's really interesting for me. So to, to, to just to be a part of it, it's really cool. Survive the Raft is based on a 1973 social experiment to see if humans could work together as a peaceful, unified group to achieve a common goal. God, Nate, I hope this this catches on with the entire world because we need to get back to working together, man. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that's what, you know, that's sort of the, I don't know, the Trojan horse within this show that's really important, I think, is the message behind it. Um, of course, it's entertaining, and, like, we love to watch these these type of shows and you know when people melt down i mean it's fun to watch but then when they come back you know when they rise up after they were about to quit uh we love to see that too but i think as you just said like the more that we see the hope in people and the fact that we can yep. we really can come together uh that's inspiring and then that's what's special about it so please 
yeah, definitely tune in, y'all. Uh, Discovery Channel, 9 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Uh, but you can catch up on Max as well on the last three episodes, so you can you can get right back to where we are uh, for next Sunday. Sounds good, Nate. I know you got to go, but uh, I'm going to blame something on you for the rest of the day. This is your fault. Oh, okay, no. you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. The rest of the day, because I read your descriptor, I'm going to be singing to myself, put silver wings upon his chest. On their chest. <laughs> Make him one of America's. I grew up, I was a teenager I when that came out. I loved that song oh, when I was a kid. Barry Sadler, Ballad of the Green Berets. It's so good. I'll tell you a quick, 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 quick story. <laughs> okay. I was playing football at University of Texas. Playing football at University of Texas. I was on the sideline. Uh, we were playing Texas A&M the last time we played them. And we're at Kyle Field in College Station on the road. And the band, the A&M band, which is the cadets, you know, they have a lot of military tradition around that school. They start playing the Ballad of the Green Berets. Ooh. And I'm standing on the sideline in a burnt orange. And I'm thinking, like, I'm probably the only Green Beret on the field right now. Like, they're playing <laughs> yeah. this song for me. You know, and they don't even know it. Anyway, That's yeah, a great story, great Nate. Song. Nate, you got to come back yeah. soon. I thank you so much. Survive the raft hey, on Discovery. All right, sir. We'll talk yes. soon. Thank you. Have a good day, Nate Boyer, ladies and gentlemen. Every time I see that green beret, I think of that song. Every time, I loved that song when I was a kid. Except for a friend of mine changed it. Oh, oh, oh. I could, yeah. So I could imagine. There's probably some. Yeah, you, yep. you know. Yeah, because it's. Put silver wings upon his chest. Make him one of America's best. My friend changed it to put silver wings upon his ass. Make him fly twice as fast. I said, don't you have anything better to do than that? It's funny. All the all the branches <laughs> really? songs. And then the army, ours is so sing-songy. It's the army goes rolling along. Uh. And it's so like lame, but we weirdly love it. I understand. Well, great memories. I mean, that's he and I got to be probably about the same age. Looking back on that era, we've talked about. We just talked about the, yesterday on the show that that whole era, nineteen seventy three, from seventy or excuse me, sixty seven through about seventy three. It was a weird world back then. I'll tell you that. There's no doubt about that. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.